welcome once again to the Ebone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 377th time on this Friday, February 23rd, 2024. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode, Right Swipe, Wrong Time. Online dating is a divisive issue between the current generation and past ones. I think we all know that for sure. It can be a great thing. Several people I know have met some amazing people on different apps, like Bumble, Tinder, or even Facebook dating. The problem is when an algorithm makes a date for you and then doesn't tell you. That was exactly the case for one man named Alexander in Moscow, Russia. He set up a Tinder profile, and being nervous around women, he needed a little help. So he uses ChatGPT, an automated response generator, to talk to them and started swiping. He eventually met somebody and they set up a date. Easy enough. Everything's going well, right? They were set up to go to an art museum. And that's cool and all, but the one problem is the chatbot forgot to tell Alex. The woman shows up and of course she's confused because he wasn't there yet. So she texts the bot asking, are you still coming? The bot replied that Alexander was on his way and that she would see him soon. And despite all of that, they went on the date, and it actually turned out pretty well, with the man saying that he found the love of his life in the woman he almost stood up, Karina. Initially, and here's the crazy part, she had no idea she was talking to a bot. When she found out, she unsurprisingly had some questions. How much of it was Alex? Regardless, though, the bot recommended the two get married, and they ended up following its advice. They're walking the aisle in August of this year. Let's just hope that the chatbot doesn't end up writing their vows. That could get messy. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of John. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now this, this verse is possibly the most iconic and quoted verse in the entire scripture. John three 16, I'll go ahead and read it again. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You could also read it like this, for whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So what does that mean? Let's dive in just a little bit. It's simple. It's the gospel. God loved you so much that he sent his only son Jesus Christ, God made flesh down to this world, filled with sin, filled with iniquity, filled with war, filled with worry, filled with anxiety, filled with all manner of awful and nasty things that we cannot fix, that we as humans cannot fix. We are inherently sinners. We can't stop that. It's our nature. So God sent Jesus to this world to die for us, 
You see, in the Old Testament, there were animal sacrifices. What they would do is they would take either a bull or a lamb, and they would sacrifice it. They would make sure that this lamb is pure. They would make sure that it is without blemish. They would make sure that it has nothing wrong with it. And they would kill it. And they would sacrifice it to God. And that is what would be the remission of their sins in the Old Testament. But then you see what happens. God sends the Lamb of God. God sends His perfect Son to die for you and to die for me. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He loved us that much that He would give a part of Himself. He would essentially give Himself to us in the form of Jesus Christ as a sacrifice so that we wouldn't have to die. He suffered the death that we should have. He is in our place. Substitutionary atonement, one of the fundamentals of the faith, that's what it is. He died when we should have. Friends, that's the gospel. And then, guess what happens? I know you've probably heard the story before. Jesus spent three days in a borrowed tomb, and he was raised from the dead for the assurance of salvation. Man, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that great? And now we are reconciled to the Father through him. All we have to do, according to Romans 10, verse 9 and 10, is confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. And then Jesus will bring his Holy Spirit into our hearts to cleanse us and to make us new. Great news, isn't it? Share that with somebody today. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is low bar affirmations. The first response to the hashtag low bar affirmations is be almost all that you can be. Yeah, because nothing says great like average. Sure. The next response, if I hit the snooze button 50 million times, I'll lose 10 pounds. You know, maybe you're right about that. That is, if you get out of bed, tape the alarm clock to a punching bag, and do three five-minute rounds with it every morning, but if you just lay there and tap it, you're not going to get anywhere. I think we all know that. The next response, I am worthy of love and confection. I wouldn't call this a low bar, because let's go back to it. Think about it. They said love and confection here. So I actually think you're getting out ahead on this, because you've got somebody who loves you and will buy you sweets, or make sweets if they're a baker. So I think it's a win-win here. You cannot lose. Love and confection, I, I, yes, absolutely. Go ahead with that. The next response, 
you aren't short. You're just vertically challenged. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Since it's a low bar, you had to throw in a short joke. Funny, but out of pocket just a little. I wouldn't go too far with that one. The last response, vampires do more than me during the day, and I'm fine with that. So wait a second. This is low bar affirmations. You don't even sleep during the day? What less can you do? When you sleep, you're literally shutting your mouth, laying down, and not moving, which is basically doing nothing. How can you do less? As we know from several years now of talking about it, a lot of weird stuff happens in Florida. We've talked about Florida Man and his many exploits. That's always fun. Even going as far to take a peek into the Florida Man games a few months back. But this one turns the tables in a way that I doubt anyone quite expected. So you know how when this stuff usually happens, the cops are involved, right? Well, back in November, it was a bit different. A man named Jesse, he's a police officer, he had a suspect handcuffed in his cruiser, and his partner named Beth was with him. So it seems pretty routine so far. But it wouldn't be Florida if something wasn't at least a little bit weird, right? So back to what was going on. Jesse and his partner are sorting out what to do with the guy in their police car when an acorn just pings off the top of the hood. Somehow that sounded like a gunshot, and Jesse unloads his pistol onto his own car, all while the suspect is still inside. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff up. I'll link the video in the description, but now that we know the situation, I've got to ask, how could you not tell the difference between them? There's a marked difference between this and this. Oh my goodness, at least to my ears, just in level alone, you'd be able to hear the difference straight off the bat. So at this point, you're probably thinking, okay, we're in Florida, weird things are going to happen. That's a given. And you'd be right. But here's where I think you might have went wrong. You might just think that this crazy case of mistaken identity is where it ends. So at this point, let's recap. A police officer has someone in custody in the back of his car, and he's doing a routine check or something. An acorn falls from a tree, pings off of the top of his patrol car, and he mistakes it for a gunshot. Okay, everybody caught up? Good, because we're not done. He gets on his radio to dispatch, and he said, I feel the impact. My leg just gave out. So what he does is he dives behind a car. No joke. He dives behind his police car and rolls on the ground in a, quote, dramatic fashion. Easy there, blue bloods. It's not that serious. I promise you. So body cam footage caught this whole thing, and when the investigator showed him the video, you can't make this up, y'all. The deputy asked, acorn? And the investigator just looks at him and responds, acorn. I am absolutely convinced there's got to be something in that water in Florida. Too much weird stuff happens all the time down there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... 
keep an ear out.